temptation of Jesus was all related to power. Throw yourself down off the cliff because the angels will come and catch you so you don't dash your foot against a stone. That's power. It's about the ability to call on supernatural ability right there and then to say, uh, you know, and, and show how much power I have. The other one is, of course, was um, uh, turn this bread into stones, power. It, the other one was all these kingdoms I will give you if you bow your knee to me. If you just surrender your conviction, if you surrender your worship, if you surrender your view um, and your, your values, and and I will give you all of this, all the glory. He saw all the all the splendor, all the glory, all the all the riches, and and uh, uh, it's power. It's I will give you the power of these things. I will give you the authority of those things. But Jesus knew who he was, and he uh, makes a stand. Obviously, as as the man of God, that he, the son of God that he was and stands upon the word of God as the value, as the constitution of who he is. The thing about going into politics is you are going to have to be very clear on what are your convictions and not surrender those convictions. You see, let me say this religion, religion um, will impose religion forces, coerces punishes, demands, you know, that's what religion does. So religion kind of works, you know, demanding and throwing it out there. But the kingdom of God is like leaven. It's like yeast. It's like salt. It's like light. It influences. It permeates silently and begins to impact. But there will have to be a strong stand. There will have to be a deep conviction. You cannot go into politics um, with a half-baked idea of what is um, what you are about, what the kingdom of God is about. You cannot be representing a church. You cannot be representing a religion. There needs to be a revelation of what the kingdom is, how it works, the principles of the kingdom, and the authority of the king in the kingdom. You've got to be clear on those things. You've got to be clear on the values, the principles of the kingdom of God. You, you can't go in there just, you know, blurting out a scripture. You've got to have a deep conviction of what you are standing for. And you cannot be interested in populace. You cannot be interested in being popular, being uh, liked, being approved by everybody, being recognized. You know, you've got to go in there as a mission, as a statesman with a deep conviction to influence these policies. And so you're going to have to make a stand for who you are, like Daniel and like Joseph. Uh, Daniel specifically came to mind because Daniel never imposed, forced, coerced, manipulated, demand, or punished. Um, he didn't demand compliance. In fact, they did. The system of the day of Nebuchadnezzar and the various empires that he served in um, all demanded from him. But he made a stand, excuse me, a stand, and uh, for what he stood for, and became you know, highly promoted in all those empires um, while he, he still, and he had a real revelation of the kingdom of God. Um, there will, and this is what I said, there will be a deep a need for a deep conviction of the kingdom mission and assignment. 
we can't, again, it's not about the religion. It's not about your church. It's not about, I want to say, it's not even about Christianity. It's about understanding the kingdom of God going in with a kingdom mindset. That's what we need. And all the while working within the framework of relationships. You're going to have, they're going to have to, um, you step into politics, you're going to have to work those relationships and you're going to have to work within the system that there is to operate um, wisely with a tremendous wisdom and discernment and within the relationships, within the system to establish democracy or to bring about um, godly values. So the, the thing is, you're going to have to oppose the things that are wrong um, and, you know, um, and stand for what is right. Uh, that is the, you know, that's the, the, um, the, the whole premise of that. Daniel and Joseph stand out as living examples to me. They managed within the system. I mean, Daniel and Joseph, Joseph stepped into, into the, um, into the system of, of, uh, Egypt, this, the most powerful nation in the world. He had to walk the, the halls of, of, um, that, you know, that empire. And, and he did it wisely. He did it with, uh, with the strategy that God had given him. So it's not so much just stepping in, it's stepping in with, with a clear assignment, a clear sense of purpose of, uh, Jesus said this, he said, I know where I'm coming from and I know where I'm going. I know what the father has given me. He had, his identity was clear. And that's why he could take off his robes as a, as a, um, a rabbi, teacher, mentor, and in fact, put on the apron of a servant and wash his disciples' feet. That wasn't so much about feet washing, it was about his ability to serve them as a leader. And he said, that's what you've got to do. So as a leader, you've got to step in there. Um, yes, you know, I'm all for that, but I'm also aware that... Um, that is a real, uh, the, the halls of power can be very seductive. And therefore, the person that steps into that role has to be very clear about their kingdom conviction. I'm not just talking about their political conviction. Uh, I'm actually not interested in their political conviction. I'm not interested in their kingdom conviction. You know, what do they understand who and what they represent? Um, so uh, let's see, we've got some comments here. Um, yeah, absolutely, Stephen. He says, Stephen says it's a very mature formulation of the question, our brothers on the mark. Absolutely. And uh, it's a great question. I, I'm so glad he asked it. That's why I sort of. I took it straight away, and then Stephen says, "Thanks, Sean. A clear, wide-ranging tour of pertinent scriptures and principles about the kingdom of God. Then you go on to put the temptation to power uh, under profound scrutiny. Excellent. Uh, thank you so much, Stephen. Yeah, I appreciate the encouragement. Um, and and the, you know that is my conviction. I really believe it. Uh, Salima from Malawi says, "Great." Uh, Stephen is from England, and. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, uh, Salima. Great to have you um, encourage me. And uh, Esther, and I think it's Aaron, so hi. Um, um, also, from 
from United States, but they ministered to into Pakistan from here. And uh, great, thank you for your encouragement as well. Great to have you with us here. So that is basically, uh, I hope that kind of answers your question. You, we do not want to be forcing people. We don't want to be coercing people. I think, you know, typically the Christian mentalities go in there and demand compliance to scriptures. You know, that is not how Jesus, do you know, know that Jesus never addressed the political system of the day? Never did. Uh, he never addressed the Roman political system. He just said, give to God what is God's and give to, to Caesar what is Caesar's. He, you know, that was his, and yet, now, I hope you can handle this, but yet Jesus was a political figure. He was a king that came as a son on behalf of his father, representing his father in the kingdom of heaven. He was representing the kingdom of heaven. So his first message that when he out the gates, man, Matthew 4, 17, he says, uh, change your thinking, metanoia, repent. Change your thinking. We, we've got to get out of this religious mindset that repent means to cry at the, you know, at the front of the church, roll around, bawling our eyes out. That's a different, that's a different word. Jesus' word here he used for repent there was metanoia, change your thinking, change your mindset, change your paradigm. He said, for the kingdom of heaven is here. And so we need to understand is that that's what Jesus was representing. He said, this is my purpose to preach or to herald or to bring the message of the kingdom of God. And so um, that's what we are to do. So it doesn't matter. And as I say, these principles apply whether you are in education, whether you're in business, whether you're in the ministry. And, and please, if, you're, if you are ministering, I hope you're ministering not your church, not your organization, but you're ministering the gospel of the kingdom. Go and take time and go through the Bible, go through the gospels again, and, and highlight every scripture where Jesus mentions the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, uh, because, and, and meditate on it and read it again. And that's what I've been doing for the past 10 years is just going over and over those scriptures. And it's been revolutionary to me. It's changed my whole paradigm. So um, if, you, if you're stepping into, into an influence, and that's, to me, that's what leadership is. Leadership is influence. So it's not the position, it's not the title, it's not, you know, uh, 